0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: The All Local on KNX News 97.1 FM.
0: This is KNX News 97.1 FM.
1: The people you know.
0: The voices you trust. I'm Mike Simpson. And I'm Karen Adams. A loud and rowdy crowd filled the L.A. City Council Chamber today, complicating the council's effort to meet for the first time since the weekend leak of a racially charged conversation involving former council president Nuri Martinez and council members Gil Cedillo and Kevin DeLeon. It touched off a firestorm of protest and calls for all three to resign. Among other offensive comments, Martinez was heard making racial slurs directed at her while colleague Mike Bonin's young son, who is black. They may not have made it inside council chambers, but a group of people let their feelings be known during a protest outside City Hall. As the city council met inside, dozens gathered along the steps of City Hall on Main Street, chanting and playing music in a show of unity. We're going to stand together, is that right? We're fighting for black and brown unity, is that right? We're going to stand together with our brothers, our sisters, our comrades, people who are immigrants, is that right? We're going to stand with the LGBTQ community is that right yeah. this woman said she is disgusted by what she heard by the three latinx city council members who decided to uh, let power get to them and corrupt them and think that they can forget about uh, the people that put them in power in the first place. She was really disturbed by the comments made by former council president Nuri Martinez and said she needs to get out. Outside LA City Hall, Margaret Carrero, KNX News, 97.1 FM.
1: The professor who studies anti-black racism tells KNX the comments that were recorded in that conversation are not an isolated incident and should not be treated as such. Fordham University's Tanya Hernandez says anti-black bias runs deep in Latino community. However, she tells us many Latinos don't see it as such.
0: And with that displacement of viewing the real issue of racism as being that of not of the Latino community, compounded with the Latino community sort of viewing itself as, well, we are ourselves victims of racism and discrimination. And so as victims, we aren't really agents of any other kind of discrimination. So when you put those two things together, it makes for a shielding of rural intervention, even amongst young people.
1: Professor Hernandez says even if or when the council members resign, the core problem of anti-black bias still exists because the blinders are on. The L.A. council
0: member who's at the center of the racist comments made by the former council president says asking for forgiveness is not enough. My husband and I are both uh, raw and angry and heartbroken and sick. For our family and for Los Angeles. That is LA City Council member Mike Bonin fighting back tears as he talked about the racist recording council colleagues heard discussing his son. A- a- asking for forgiveness is a good first step but well it's a second step because first first you must resign and then ask for forgiveness. And he had sharp words for everybody connected to this political bombshell that has rocked the Los Angeles City Council. Public officials are supposed to call us to our highest Themselves. And these people stabbed us and shot us and, and cut the spirit of Los Angeles. When it is time to ask for forgiveness, Bonin says the people involved need to ask it from his son. Craig Figner, KNX News, 97.1 FM.
1: The National Association of Latino Elected Officials continuing to call for the immediate resignations of the three council members. But the group acknowledges building back trust between Latino and black groups in L.A. will be a long and complicated process. The executive director, Arturo Vargas, tells KNX one vital step would be a total rewrite of the council redistricting rules. The city needs now a truly independent redistricting commission. You know, I've served on the first two redistricting commissions, and I know intimately well that they are not completely independent. And uh, the fact that they're advisory to the city council is problematic. And I think removing the redistricting authority from the city council would be an important step to create a representative structure in the city that reflects the city's population and not uh, self interest by elected officials. Vargas says the recorded comments by the three Latino council members ripped bandages off of the long-festering racial wounds in the city.
0: And the issue discussed on the leaked audio at the center of this controversy involved a conversation over the redistricting of count city council seats. That's an issue that LA city attorney tells KNX must finally be dealt with.
1: Having city council members involved in shaping the district lines to suit their benefit is something that Mike Feuer says should not happen, and needs to stop. More than a year ago, I proposed that we have a fully independent redistricting commission because of precisely what we see, backroom deals, politicians who have a stake in what the districts look like having a role in deciding what they look like. That shouldn't be. Fuer says there is no good reason why public officials whose political lives could be contingent on how the districts are drawn should have the final say as to how those lines are drawn. He says there's a motion pending in the city council Wednesday that he supports a charter change that would allow for a fully independent process. Chris Seaton's KNX News 97.1 FM. The KNX All Local is updated multiple times a day. But for the latest news and traffic, listen to KNX anytime on Alexa. By saying, hey Alexa, play KNX News. You can listen on the Odyssey app, available on Android, Apple, or wherever you download your apps. And on our website at knxnews.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way.